I, I am making extra sure that I have that I'm not going to run out of computer space. I'm, I'm attaching my external hard drive real quick because uh, <laughs> I would be devastated if we recorded this whole thing and then it didn't like save. Oh man, <laughs> not not this movie. Not not yeah. that this this movie can't afford for me to not have it save. This is what we need to talk about. The light fades with death's cold embrace. You've already been zipped and tagged. Struggle as you might, it will not help. No one can break out of the body bag. Here to oversee the autopsy, your hosts, Chris Thomas and Broke Rider Dave. What's good, everybody, and welcome to Body Bag Podcast. I'm Chris Thomas, and with me is always Broke Rider Dave. How we doing, everybody? All right, so this is going... I, I feel like this is going to be a very sloppy kind of... I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to kind of have some sort of structure to this thing because I'm still trying to make sense of it, of this movie. Fear.com, we did a... Uh, was this our second movie poll? Or did we have another movie poll in the past? Uh, I think the Christmas movie poll is the only time we've done one, so... We did Black Christmas. Second. And arguably, yeah. I think I had about as much fun watching this one. Uh, but, alright, so... Usually we start off, you know, with a little bit of banter... A little bit of hey, how yeah. you doing? Hey, what's going on in movie world? I kind of want to do that if we have a little bit of time. Second, towards the end, yeah, because I need to like hurry up and jump in on this while it's still relatively we, we, fresh. Yeah, we need to get it out now. What I want to do is, I, I, I'm I have a synopsis, not printed out, but I have the synopsis right here in front of me because the movie damn sure didn't let me know what was going on um, yeah <laughs> so what i want to do is just kind of read the synopsis so we can have some kind of ideas what was going on and i want to just kind of take you on a journey my journey as i experienced this movie this movie is an experience to say the least um so this movie fear.com uh Jeez, all right. This movie is about a little under two hours long. I'm I'm trying to determine how to classify what kind of horror this is. Um, because you know you have your uh, uh, Thomas Gloom voted on the poll, and he said that yeah. it was torture porn, which I guess not good torture porn. No. Um, I mean, I, it's hard to classify it as torture porn. There's some parts of that, but. This movie wants to be seven, and it wants to be the movie The Cell, but it also wants to be a little bit of The Ring. It, it wants to be everything and then ends up being nothing. Yeah. People just kind of do things in this movie. That's the best way I can describe the plot of this movie, is that people do things and people say things. Yes, and the things they do don't always make sense. So how about we just start from the beginning? I got the plot right here, right. and I will read out and and just as it goes along, just kind of tell you what I, my oh this movie is three percent on Rotten Tomatoes by the way. 
well earned three percent Rotten Tomatoes with a budget of, every one of those percent with yeah. with a budget of forty million dollars, which just makes me sick in my stomach. God. Um, this movie has no right being forty million dollars. No, as they spend the money on. I well, I I can tell you where they saved money is that instead of using a cameraman, they probably gave a chimpanzee a camera and let him decide what to. <laughs> because this movie could not sit still. No. Um, all right. So, starting from the beginning. And again, if this sounds like Chris, you sound like you're just reading off the Wikipedia. The plot uh, synopsis. That's exactly what I'm doing. Um, and I'm just going to kind of, you know what? I might even have an epiphany as I'm reading this thing and go, is that what they were trying to do? So, <laughs> all, right, all right, let's get into it. All right. Mike Riley is an NYPD detective who is called to the scene of a mysterious death in the subway system. And, all right. So at the very beginning, this movie um loves its dutch angles i i don't think that there was a single shot in this movie that wasn't perfectly just straightforward shot this movie is either shaky or it is or, or somebody forgot to fix the tripod because the camera is always tilted and yes it's following this jittery dude just walking through the subway you can tell that he's getting stalked by something and then he's like you see this like little girl and you think, all right, obviously this like, you know, this little girl is going to be like the face of the fear.com thing. She's going to be the, um, uh, Samara Morgan, if you will, yeah. of the, um, uh, like from the ring of this movie, he goes down to the subway and you could tell he's like seeing disturbing images in his head and he's like having a panic attack. And then this dude gets hit by a subway car a subway train yeah, in the I most would, hilarious way. Yeah, I have a big problem with that. Like, because he flew, he didn't just he didn't get run over by a by a yeah, subway train. Yeah, you get hit by a, you get crushed by a subway train, not get clipped like you're getting hit by a, like a car or something. He he, the thing like kind of f- hits him and force pushes him, <laughs> like well, it kind of force pushes him even further in front of the train but doesn't run him over like it's such a weird angle like he goes forward and then he starts like angling off towards the side of the tracks i i don't know but so we're following this cop named mike a gritty new york sub uh a gritty new york cop who's just think of 90s early 2000s gritty cop who wears leather it doesn't show him drinking but i'm assuming he's an alcoholic and he you know, he hasn't shaved in, in like over a week. He's, you know, the kind of cop. He has that one case that haunts him. And that one it's case. Gonna, it's going to tie into this entire movie. Why are you so angry? It's this damn case. <laughs> so he's investigating the scene that we just saw with the guy dying in the subway, which, by the way, when they pull the uh, the body is in perfect condition, by the way, for, yeah. a, for, for a body that just got mangled by a subway car. And okay, so the whole, his whole death didn't make sense. Just the angle he flew from the subway car. They pull the sheet off of him, you know, the sheet that they put over dead people. And the dude has the most hilarious looking dead face I've ever yeah. seen in a movie. I, at that point, I was like, all right, is this like a parody movie? Because 
<laughs> There's no <laughs> way that that this is supposed to be a serious horror wait, movie with him wait, making wait, wait. that face. Wait, did he actually get hit by a subway car, or was that in his mind? I dude, like they don't explain it. I feel like it's in his mind, just the all way it, that he died. It, says he right, it just says a mysterious death in the subway system here on the synopsis. <laughs> oh God, a mysterious death, and all we know is that before he. I mean, it shows it shows him getting like thrusted away after like making contact with the subway, so or the yeah. train, so. But again, like you said, for all we know, that could have just been in his mind because his body's in perfect condition, and the only thing that he has is like he's bleeding. His from, eyes, yeah, yeah, he's his bleeding eyes, from his yeah. eyes and all that. So yeah, at this point, I'm thinking that this is like a covert comedy movie. All right, so. Uh, the victim's name is Polidori, which, if you know anything about horror, is you 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 know that they they were probably really proud of themselves for naming the victim Polidori. Um, uh, you 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 know why that's supposed to be funny, right? No, actually, like uh, the name sounds familiar, but like, like Polidori is a very specific name because you don't hear you know such a specific name. Polidori yeah. is the name of the author who wrote uh vampire he was the very he was the person who created vampires basically um okay uh the father of vampires his name was polidori back in ye old era he was the the author of uh of, of vampires so okay <laughs> which makes no sense to the movie isn't because this movie has nothing to do with vampires but absolutely none yeah this, this movie has nothing to do with vampires it was just he's a he's he's known for a creating that uh, section of horror i don't know maybe because people bleed in this movie i don't know yeah so the victim polidori exhibits bleeding from his eyes and the officers and the other officers by the frozen look on his face appears to have seen something horrifying uh before he got hit by a train so he did get hit by the subway okay that makes no sense because he's perfectly fine yeah um, Department of Health researcher Terry Hudson is intrigued by the find as well, particularly when several more victims show up with identical symptoms. So this has been an ongoing thing. People just showing up with bloody eyes. I think they compared it yeah. to uh, Ebola in the movie. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's what they thought it was at first. Yeah. So now they're back at the station and um they're they're going over all these case files and they're looking we see the case files uh people uh, blood coming from the eyes and whatnot and then kevin james burst in writing a segue and at that point i i forgot that i was watching this with the ads on so i was watching it and then they're sitting there talking about all this bloody stuff and then all of a sudden boom kevin james just busts in through the through the thing it was a ad for paul blart mall cop <laughs> i was like i saw kevin james was i was like what the fuck is this and, in case you guys don't know on amazon prime it's free with ads yeah i wasn't gonna pay money for this. for this yeah um, no thank you which watch it with ads because it makes this movie f- so much funnier because yes, it does because this the ads came in such the weirdest <laughs> points they really did um all right so when a contagious is uh when a contagious virus is ruled out 
Terry and Mike team up to discover what might be killing these people. Initially, they are unable to find anything to connect the deaths. After some more digging for clues, they eventually discover that all the victims' computers crashed shortly before their passings, which I don't know how you figure that out. But yeah. um, So at this point in the movie, they I think one of the victims had... Um, oh, the synopsis didn't even tell the point where they went into this woman's apartment yeah, uh, and found this dead body. Now, Mike... In, uh, oh, it's because uh, now if it sounds like I'm jumping all over the place, it's because this movie does the same thing. Yes. Um, because in between all of this stuff, uh, some uh, erratic German dude like came into the police station yelling about something. Um, I don't know why he had to be German because he's um, and I think they go to his girlfriend's house and she's dead in the bathtub, and this is. The point where, in addition to Dutch angles, another recurring theme is showing women's titties in this movie. Whole lot of titties. Whole lot. They get top billing. Yeah. Um, dead, alive. It doesn't matter. Like I think that this director wanted to secretly do porn, but he yeah. didn't make it in the industry. So he thought, well, I'll just get women naked at any point I can in this movie. The woman is found dead in the bathtub. The Mikey, the police officer. He he goes no nobody wears gloves by the way for police officers and and going through evidence going through uh, going through everything going Fuck through evidence they'll they'll just like openly touch dead bodies with their fingers touch e- bloody evidence with their fingers don't don't use ziploc bags or anything like that just um he determines that this woman died because this is how he met Terry he found uh, he found this dead body and then he and then looks up and then boom terry's right there like hey how'd you get in she got in there before the other officers did somehow yeah um that's why they thought it was ebola because they were thinking oh these people are dying and bleeding from their eyes and stuff like that must be a virus yeah and then they freak out thinking that oh we got contaminated maybe it has something to do with <laughs> with you not wearing gloves or or anything during them uh, yeah just rushing in and touching shit just running in and touching things but they rule out virus and the dead woman left behind a video recorder all right at this point we're like all right what is why is this movie called fear.com because <laughs> we're just yeah. talking about uh, this it seems like we're talking about this a uh, mysterious ghostly little girl and and the uh, people dying from like ebola uh, what does this have to do yeah. with fear.com so they go through the woman's uh the footage that she had which <laughs> is really funny that they just they filmed themselves. Well, I was going to say this sounds ridiculous, but people do that. That's how people make a living now. People recording themselves looking at stuff on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, So I guess they went on this website. Long story short, you go on this website, fear.com, and you have two days until you die after yeah. looking up on this stuff. This is where the ring stuff kind of comes in. Uh, yeah. The ring comparison. In but between, I don't get which neither do I. I watched at the very end because I was trying to think of how all this stuff. Because in between all of this, there's also a serial killer who's going around abducting women and and recording himself torturing women. And so that's what I thought Fear.com was. I thought, okay, fear, that's what Fear.com is. Fear.com is this website. It's kind of like on the dark web where people log in and they watch people getting tortured and killed. And, and that's why it's called Fear.com. Yeah, but what but I really apparently don't get, not. <laughs> but, yeah. 
what I really don't get is they made the main character like a health inspector disease researcher. Once they realized this whole thing was about computers, she Why should have been off the case. Yeah, well, yeah, she's she's stolen voice. She needs to be working on something else. Get her out of she, here. This this whole thing you would think would be uh, from the perspective of the beat cop. Yeah, trying to figure this thing out, not Terry who. Like that's a damn good point. As soon as they ruled out, you know, Ebola and stuff like that. All right, well, uh, I guess you're no longer needed. Um, so uh, thanks. And for then she just in. kind of becomes like a cop. Yeah, she just kind of goes into the, the police station, demanding files and demanding like, files. Who are you? Demanding files, asking to see evidence, and apparently everybody in the precinct knows who who she is. Um, yeah. Oh, I will say this though. Um, because this has to do with computers sometimes. Um, yeah. Seeing like these old computers and floppy disks and everything like that really brought me back. I'll say if anything from this thing and seeing like the choppy frame rates of like yeah. old, like late 90s, early 2000s computers really reminded me of being a middle schooler again. <laughs> yeah. Which that's definitely showing my age when I'm saying because this I think came out in 2002. I think so, uh, 2003. 2003 so i'd have been 12 when this came out so i'd have been yeah, in, i think at sixth grade i think i'd have been in yeah so that yeah middle schoolish kind of yeah and um that, that made me feel weirdly nostalgic yeah all right so at this point they are reviewing the last bit of footage that this woman had on her computer that was uh the camcorder was found on her body but well, right before she died um it shows her and her boyfriend freaking out after checking out this mysterious website and they start getting paranoid and start seeing hallucinations. And then this woman, then the woman who died in the bathtub, it shows her dying. And then SpongeBob popped up with that high pitched laugh advertising the next SpongeBob episode because I forgot again that the ads were on. And so they come in in such awkward like yes, not it, even it like literally... in between scenes, it'll be in the middle of a scene, and the ad will pop up, and you're just like, what the okay. so, so it just shows the woman dying, like, uh, uh, nah. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> just SpongeBob laughing, and I think it made the movie so much better. It it made me pay attention a lot more. If like if my attention was drifting, uh, I immediately like, all right, all right. But back to the movie. Yeah. All right. I'm so I'm switching between my notes and reading the synopsis. Um, yeah. All right, so I'm going to just reread that. When a contagious virus is ruled out, Terry and Mike team up to discover what might be killing these people. Initially, they are unable to find anything to connect the deaths. After some more digging, they eventually discover that all the victims' computers crashed shortly before their passings. I guess they put it together by watching the footage from the camera. I don't. I don't. I. I don't know how they put that together. Hold on one second. I got my dog chewing his bone right by me. Mm. It's going to create some bad background noise. Hold on one second. Weirdly, I didn't hear it. All right, I'm back. All right. Um, <laughs> um, so, all right. So I guess they researched all of the victim's hard drives, and then they send uh, the victim's hard drives to Mike's friend, Denise Stone, who is a forensic specialist. Yeah. What did I say? No, I said poor Denise. Oh yeah, poor Denise. I thought I thought I I mis mis uh, pronounced it. Oh. Uh, who is a forensic specialist? So she is more qualified for this thing than Terry is. Terry, who's yeah. the Department of Health. <laughs> um, again, like you said, it's not a virus. 
you leave this to it's the cops and the forensic yeah. and the forensics. <laughs> but if anything, you need to get a um, an IT like specialist in there because it has to do with victims' hard drives and stuff. Yeah, I think that's what Denise was, was like their forensic IT person. So Denise discovers that all of the victims had visited a website called fear.com, which depicts voyeuristic torture murder, which apparently... Um, do you want to play? Yeah, do you want to play? Yeah, weird. Um, and if there is this fear.com website... Uh, uh, first off, apparently there's the string of murders, and they only have one cop working on it. Yeah. <laughs> on this case, um, I, I don't know. Maybe the rest of the officers are out hunting john doe from seven or something i don't know but it's it's just this guy and the department of health person terry working on this string of murders case um and and the murder is something else man they really thought this murderer was going to be the next buffalo bill or the next big murder because he gave off the wrong type of creepy vibes i felt like he was trying i touched kids type of creepy instead of i murder people creepy oh i mean i think that that was kind of the intent is that it, it was kind of I, w- I would say it's voyeuristic and kind of sadosexual um yeah. but at, i to me it felt like they were trying way too hard now spliced into all of this stuff just so you know it's a horror movie is just weird just quick cut images of disturbing things this is yeah. this is where the movie also kind of wants to be event horizon where where they just kind of splice in like shaky camera close-ups of bleeding orifices torture yeah. and, and i'm sitting here trying to think all right so how are they trying to interconnect like this paranormal stuff with this website because i'm just thinking like where does it where do because we had this ghostly thing because I don't know what is going on because it's like, all right, is the horror coming from the fact that this guy is kidnapping women and it's uh, like a voyeuristic website? Or is it that you watch this website and then you have two days to live? Or is this guy somehow cursing people who watch it? Because if, because this website has subscribers watching it, so does yeah. that mean that all the subscribers are also dying in two days? Yeah. Because they're watching it, technically? Because the, the fear.com thing pops up and it goes, oh, uh, are you guilty? It asks you questions before you enter the website. Yeah. Are you guilty? Guilty of what? For of watching? And it's like, of watching what? It's so yeah. I, I don't it, understand. It's... So is fear.com the thing that all the subscribers are watching? Or is it that you have to go to a different... A different haunted website to get to fear.com and the way they made it connect is kind of like thrown together all right so again i apologize if if i'm jumping all over but i i still don't know what happened after watching this thing yeah Yeah, and then it goes to well his first victim genie is actually the ghost haunting the website yes they eventually find out oh that's a whole nother bag of bones just before they before they find before they find that out basically um, Denise Stone finds out about the website, fear, fear.com. She goes to it, uh, sees all these graphic, which I'm not 
I've never been on a site like that, but I would imagine that if you were into voyeuristic torture, stuff like that, you're not really getting your money's worth with a website like fear.com because it's just, it's, it's like watching scenes from the ring tape and it's just quick cuts of just disturbing images on a loop. Yeah. Um, you're not really seeing a lot of torture. It's more just like quote unquote disturbing images. So I would think that if you were into that kind of stuff, you'd be very disappointed with this website. She eventually goes crazy and kills herself. And Terry, oh, I don't know if you noticed this as well during the whole movie. Whenever somebody finds out something or a piece of evidence in this movie, they never just tell the other person. They always speak in vague terms like uh, like Mike was at the was at the site of one of the murders and he gets a call from Denise Stone says, you better get over here real quick. And he's like, why? What's going on? You just need to get over here real quick. Like, can't you just tell me you bothered to call me? Can you just tell me why I need to come over? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Mike eventually finds out about fear.com and he goes and he looks at it. And then I guess he goes crazy because he gets taken away on a stretcher. Yeah, I don't know what happened to Mike. Yeah, he just all of a sudden ended up in a hospital. Okay. Because he, I think he went to, I think he went back to uh, where Denise killed herself. And I think that's probably where he saw the fear.com thing. Yeah. Like um, the, but then he, yeah. and then boom, he, he's being taken away on a stretcher, like yelling nonsense. Yeah. Um, Terry, Terry shows up and is like, what's going on? And he's yelling like a crazy person saying, don't go, don't go see it. Don't, and he's like, don't go do what? And he's like, what are you talking about? He's yeah. like yelling. He's yelling at her not to go do something, basically yelling, don't do the thing he just did. Yeah. And of course she does. First thing she does, go to the website. Goes to the website, and I don't know why this Department of Health person is better at tracking down leads than the police officers are, because yeah. um, she then... Um, you think she'd be a 20-year detective? Like, oh. It's like the next 10 minutes is her just going like about her day and then just starting to hallucinate seeing, like, um, oh... But did you catch real, that? Real, real quick deviation, just real quick. And I'm sorry again for jumping around. But do you remember the police chief, the one who died because he, I guess he watched the tape off screen. And then it, it was the guy who was in his car and then the car got taken over. And he wasn't the police chief. He was Denise's boss. I don't know what that makes him. Something oh, in the health department. Something in the health department. So yeah. he, I guess, I guess the paranormal I thought you just died from like going crazy, but I guess a ghostly entity just will kill you. Yeah. Cause it, it takes over his car and makes him crash and burn alive. I don't know if you noticed this edit in the thing, but he kept putting the cigarette in and out of his mouth like 10 times. And then he had no cigarette when he opened the car door to get into the car. And then magically the cigarette appeared in his mouth. Not that no. bugged the crap out of me because it I, I, it was just so overly obvious to me because they had they showed him with no cigarette he opens up his car door and gets inside and then magically the cigarettes in his mouth yeah the reason why I bring that up is because the editing is so god awful in this thing yeah um it's it's they can't keep the camera still they love their Dutch angles and it's like they wanted to substitute actual horror by showing just like Whenever they want to show something disturbing, they just do quick cuts of "quote unquote" disturbing images. Yeah, it. This was a whole other thing. But um, no, what I was getting at was when 
after she goes on the website, she goes and talks to her mom. Yeah. Gina's mom's like, yeah, well, Jeannie's a hemophilia. Uh, you know, no, not, her, not her mom, the mom of the little girl. Yeah, the little girl, which was Jeannie, uh, I think was the name of the little girl. She apparently... Uh, she was a hemophiliac. She's yes. like, yeah, she'll die just from one scratch. So she was scared of sharp things. Well, can and I then she you... shows her pictures and she's like, do any of these places look familiar to you? Oh, that's the old steel mill she used to play at. Isn't that... Uh, I thought that steel... Wasn't that the steel mill that her boss died in? Because he died in like a steel factory area. Yeah, I don't know, but I thought she's that's like, where yeah. he was, and which, which is really funny that they were like, "Do any of these places look familiar to you?" And she gives her like the a black and white grainy looking, <laughs> grainy looking yeah. picture of an old building. It's like you couldn't have found a better picture than, than this grainy looking black and white photo. Right. But what, what are we get is why a hemophiliac scares sharp things play at an old steel mill. Why would her mother let her go hanging out at a steel mill? Yeah, um, like. That, I was like, that blew my mind. I was like, what? That makes absolutely no sense. What? What, what, what you said two sentences ago to now mm-hmm. does not equate. Like, doesn't make any sense at all. How, now, again, I'm still trying to make sense of this as well. How did so Terry is? It was trying to like find out about this fear.com thing. How did she even come across this little girl, Janine or Jeannie or whatever? Well, I think she saw her on like the website. She, like, sees her, like, the website and stuff, and then she goes through uh, Mike's old files and sees that she was the, like, first victim of the doctor. Yeah, but why was he... I thought, because I thought that he was... Um... So so it's like, what which, which case is he working on? Is he working on uh, this, this com case, or is he working on a missing... or, or this fear... or uh, these missing persons case? He's working on like the fear.com one. The doctor one was like his old case that he was never old, solved. It was it was an old case that he never solved. Yeah, remember she goes into the police station. She's like, "I need these files. Well, they're feds now. I need to see them." Okay. I'm just trying to figure out what. Like, I'm just trying to figure out at what point did she realize that the two were equated? Like, yeah. Like she she's trying to figure out this fear.com thing. Why would she ask to see a a cold case file from years ago? Yeah, I don't know. It... That's why I'm saying things just happen in this movie. Yeah. And it's like, like she, 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 she's working on this fear.com thing. Why would she bust up into his office and say, I need to see a case from years ago. All right, why? I thought you were, wor- I thought you were investigating this whole fear.com thing. What it, why do yeah. you need to see a case from a thing that he never solved from years ago? I'm genuinely asking because I have no idea. Yeah, I, I can't. Did they? Did Mike talk to her about the case? Uh, maybe. In, uh, maybe. Maybe I, there's some dialogue. I don't know. I, there's probably some dialogue because, like the the dialogue in this movie is because you brought up a couple of days ago. You wanted to talk about how bad the acting was. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Look <laughs> that. There, there's <laughs> like the. the I, uh, I don't know how to describe yeah. the acting in this. Um not good then <laughs> maybe that's the best way yeah. to put it um uh, uh, very not good this movie was a paycheck for everybody involved mm-hmm. no one cared this poor actor i think this is the same actress from the truman show um 
which if you want to see a better movie with her in it, go see that. I think that's the same woman. Um, all right. So I feel like she was in a couple movies in like the nineties. Yeah. Like she looks familiar, but she couldn't put my like finger on it. Yeah. All right. Um, so at this point in the movie, they both, they both, I guess, have less now than two days before they're supposedly going to die of what? I don't know. A evil little girl disease. Um, as they begin to experience paranoia and hallucinations, uh, including that of the young girl and her inflatable ball. So yes, that's, that's, I guess how they find out about the little girl with the inflatable balls that they hallucinate about her. And Um, then she like finds her body. Yes. Um, she finds her body because her mom said that she played at a steel mill, which I guess led her to some underground homeless area. Yeah, that, that was weird. That made no sense. The old lady's just sitting there. She's like, oh, you look Where like you've she? been waiting for me. Yeah. So I guess now we have psychics in this movie. Yeah. Um, and or, she goes... Did homeless woman kill her? And she goes deep sea scuba diving into the tunnel into this flooded tunnel which apparently has the clearest water for a murky underwater subway tunnel has the clearest water like uh, bahamas clear water Baha- you could like drink this water it looks so clear for yeah. being in a under under the gra- under the subway system uh under like new york i don't know if this is oh it's new york yeah under new york's yeah. like city she, I don't know why she decides to go. She, I don't know why she's doing. <laughs> what is this? She, <laughs> we don't know why she's doing what she is doing. She's I don't just know. doing things. She's just doing things. Uh, she, she's looking for this little girl's body. So she goes to this underground tunnel. Old psychic blind woman points her into the direction, saying, "Oh, where is she?" And she, and she goes to this flooded section of the tunnel. Goes underwater. I don't just deep sea with no scuba equipment. Just deep underwater yeah. dives into there, and then pops up. Oh, hey, there's the body. Yeah. If, so, know what this actually reminds me of? What? Like if you just played a video game and just didn't watch any of the cutscenes, and you were just doing the tasks. You, you were just doing, nothing explained. You're just you, doing things. No story. This movie is kind of it's kind of like if you ever played the game Condemned. Yeah. You played Condemned? It'd be yeah, like a long time ago, yeah. It'd, it'd be like playing Condemned but not knowing why you're doing anything. Yeah. You're just going around beating up people and 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 uh and and and, and periodically crazy things happen and you don't know why. All right. So it is um it is revealed that fear.com is in fact a ghost site made by one of Pratt's first victims who was seeking revenge because people watched her being tortured and murdered. So, I, so what is it, the little girl? Yeah, because, well, she's, like, shown as a ghost as a little girl, but she died when she was, like... That's what I was... I was that's why I was confused. Early 20s, I was yeah. like, I thought, the, I thought that she was, like... A, like, why is she showing up as a little girl, then? Wouldn't she show up as the 19-year-old who got tortured to death? Why, why yeah. as a hemophiliac little girl with an inflatable ball? I don't know. Doesn't make sense. Like a hemophiliac playing at a steel mill. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah. I, I'm guessing that's where he dumped her body. Maybe. Sure. She was tortured by Pratt for 48 hours before she begged him to kill her, which explains why the victims have 48 hours to live. Um... 
Mike and Terry track down Pratt. Um, I guess she had a note with his address inside her body. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they go to the... Oh, because they, they get the body taken to the morgue. Yeah. Uh, to, and so they... Because they think, all right, well, we found the body. Maybe the hallucinations will stop now. Yeah. No. Uh, the morgue takes out this brass tube, uh, which is spotless, by the way. Yeah. Uh, hands it right to them. No gloves again, by the way. No. The, the more the more assistant has gloves, and she hands them this. Good on her. That has brass tube and just hands it to the Terry and them who have no gloves. And he's like, she's like, she must have swallowed it before she died. How um, I don't know because Pratt, his Pratt victims ties are always his, tied up. Yeah. Or was tied up. So how she, where she found a tube was able to write down stuff and then swallow it. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, they track down Pratt. He He's in the middle of torturing another victim. Um, uh, a struggle ensues. Uh, Pratt gets shot in the leg. Oh, did you catch the weird thing Pratt said, like, before they found him? Like, when he last talked to his victim? Oh, you mean what he was saying? Where he's like, oh, you've asked me to kill you, so I'm no longer your murderer. Ugh. Yes, sir. Yes, you're still a murderer. It's 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 not what he says. It's just, you know, I, the dialogue is just so bad. It's like they want it to be <laughs> they terrible. Want it, they want it. They think that they're being like super edgy with this kind of dialogue. But this movie was written by like. 2000 lords like they thought they were so fucking cool you know how we all go through our little emo phase when we're in high school <laughs> um that that was that was me and my emo phase in high school i, yeah. I didn't have an emo phase but it, it, it felt like it was anybody who went through an emo phase yeah. in high school they wrote that yeah um, so the uh pratt gets a shot off I don't, how did he get his gun or did he have a gun himself to shoot Mike? Because Mike gets shot. That's another thing where Pratt was like, oh, gun, that's so impersonal. And then he shoots Mike then with his sh- own gun. Then he shoots Mike in the chest. <laughs> what? Wait, but Mike has enough energy to go to Pratt's computer terminal to type in fear.com. And bring the ghost. And bring Pratt. the ghost. At this point, I was confused because I was thinking, all right. So is fear.com Pratt's website? Cuz that's I don't what think I Cuz I thought no. that at that at that point I was thinking fear.com is Pratt's website that he's that he has so that people can see his torture porn cuz he has subscribers it shows his, the subscriber count. Yeah. Um um so Maybe Fear.com just kind of redirected people to Pratt's thing. I don't. It says know. that it was created by the his first victim, so I guess she died, and then created and then, a ghost website. Yeah, her spirit created a ghost website, which is weird because this is supposed to this is supposed to be a he supposedly have been doing this for years, right? Yeah. So, I'm trying to think According to Mikey, always changes websites with each new victim. 
I'm trying to think of how early the internet was like would have had stuff like that because this movie came out in like 2003. So if it was from a couple years ago, that means that it would have been like uh, MySpace. I don't think was no was yeah, like starting to get off the ground. No, I'm saying if this movie came out in the 2000s and the girl would have died a couple of years ago because it was a cold case thing, that means this took place in like the late 90s. Wait, internet was still. I know the internet was around, but I mean. Yeah. It was back at like the wild west of the internet where you can get away with a bunch of shit on there. Yeah, I guess, but but I mean, it's just I'm trying to, I, I I'm not saying that, that something like that couldn't exist. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get well, an I don't idea. Think a bunch of, of people had internet access back then either. What'd you say? Like in like the mid to late nineties, not that many people had internet access. Um, I mean, they to give again to give an idea of uh, the time period. They they were using floppy disks in the movie. Yeah. So I'm just I'm not saying that websites like that couldn't exist back in the day. I'm just trying to get a good idea of the the time frame because it would have been yeah. like the late '90s when that little girl would have died. Well, as a 19 year old. Yeah. So, so, so he, he had started like '96, '97. So he so Mike brings up the website. Now now the doctor sees it because I guess there's monitors everywhere that was all hooked yeah. up to the internet, and he now saw seeing the image of like the fear.com website which the whole two days and then you're dead thing just goes right out the window now because he dies in seconds well she needed to get her revenge that's how you won the game i guess she wanted to get she wanted to get her revenge she wanted to get her revenge so she took it out on all of these other innocent victims but that's 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 the reason why there was this question at the very beginning of fear.com whenever it says are you guilty guilty of watching because like thousands of people were like watching her it was very much like yeah. those 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 uh dark web sites yeah when she was like what is my guilty of watching he dies and then mike dies um does mike die like I don't, he dies he dies yeah. from his wounds and then uh, commercial yeah i was about to say and then holland airlines tries to sell me on their new airline uh <laughs> on their yeah. new airline uh prices <laughs> and then Terry's back at her apartment, gets a phone call. It's just static. And then the movie ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. And then the movie ends. Um, I didn't understand the last thing at all, but okay. And that's fear.com. Yeah. Um, I still don't really know what I watched. What I was watching. I mean, it says it's a horror movie. Um, I, 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 20 minutes into it, I had like a page and a half worth of notes because I was just like, this movie. It's... The, the thing I kept equating it to was when we watched Black... Now, when we watched Black Christmas, I, I don't know if it was just because I was in a giddy mood because it was the holidays, but I really enjoyed watching... I mean, objectively, it wasn't a good movie, but for yeah. some reason, I was enjoying it just because of how ridiculous it was. This one just left me more confused more than anything. This kind of frustrated me as a film critic, as a person who likes movie making, in that I I got laughs, but it was more like I had to laugh to keep from crying. (laughs) Because I was like, when I heard that this got $40 million, and I'm like, I, man, man. you and me have come up with better premises on the fly just on this show. Oh man, like 
It's almost as bad as it was watching Venom. Uh, which one? Oh, oh, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot we, we watched Venom, yeah. Way back, like, what was it, episode six? We reviewed Venom, and... Uh, I think that, that was, like, was episode four or something. Yeah, that was just terrible. This this makes for a good double feature with Venom. Um, if you really just don't like the people you're hanging out with... If you want to, or if you want a fun... Ba- I will say this, though. I, I forgot what I rated Venom. I'll go ahead and get into ratings with this real quick. Th- this one has to be like a six. This, this uh, of my thirty points gotten. The only reason why it's even that high is because it did make me chuckle at how bad it was. Um, it's a yeah. bad movie, and yeah. and I so I, I do remember a... being more angry at Venom. This yeah. one, this one was laughably bad. Venom was more frustratingly bad. So this is why I give this one around like a six because it made me. This is a good uh, masterclass and how not to make a movie. Yeah, it, it, in terms of editing and storytelling, um, and just it didn't know what genre of horror it wanted to be. It wanted to be body, or it wanted, no, I was gonna say body horror. It wanted to be a paranormal movie, and also wanted to be a torture porn movie, and it also wanted to be a gritty police gritty police drama yeah and all of this stuff clashed and it wanted to be a serial killer movie and it just all clashed into into a incoherent mess so i give this a got about like a five or a six on my 30 point scale yeah i'm right there with you probably about a five for me i mean i don't think i've seen a movie or if i have i don't think i've seen a movie that has gotten to like a two or a three but this is probably like the low I had to go back and see what I rated Venom, but it, it, between this and Venom, either both of those are definitely I the lowest ones. I think I had Venom at like about a three, four, three or four. Because that one was more like, it was frustratingly bad to watch, but not so bad that it was like, I could laugh at it. Yeah. This it, one I could at least poke fun at being like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, I remember how angry I was watching Venom like, Actually, you know what makes actually stewing like this. I'll, I'll put it this way: um, this movie is a six. Um, it's a five without the ads. Yeah, that, that that's Definitely. the best way for me to put it. It's a six, but if you take away the funny placed ads, it's about a five. Yeah, God, those ads were <laughs> the most random spots when they were. <sighs> um, but yeah, I'll say yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, Thomas Gloom uh, voted for Fear.com, but he said, he, "Well, he didn't. I I took it as a vote, but he said that it was awful." And I, yeah, he, I, I think uh, Janine Pipe also voted for it on Twitter. I messaged Thomas, and I was like, "Yeah, you're absolutely right. This movie was awful." <laughs> and, I, I'm actually just rereading Janine Pipe's comment. Uh-huh. This is made in the same studios as Dog Soldiers. <sighs> Transition. Yeah. Now, I'm going to do something. I'm just going to introduce something that I want to kind of do for the next season. Okay. Um, all right. Dave. All right. All right. I'm about to ambush you right now. Okay. Rapid fire questions that you have to answer. And the point is that you have to answer them quickly with your very first off the cuff answer. You don't get any time to think. It has to be your off the cuff answer. 
Okay. Now, what I, I'm going to ask you these questions. We're going to introduce a segment called 21 Questions. Okay. And we can ambush each other once. We only do it once or maybe twice. I'll say we, we, we each can do it twice since we usually get about like 15 to 18 episodes out in a season. Okay. We each have two times that we can do it throughout the season. We just ambush them with 21 questions. All right. So now you have to just answer these off the cuff without thinking you have to just you get like two seconds you have to answer okay all right what would your serial killer weapon of choice be knife who is your final girl sex fantasy nancy thompson tell me something that you hate about your favorite horror movie (sighs) quick the image of ghostface in the original scream just doesn't make sense when it's in the grocery store Leatherface versus Mike Myers. Michael Myers. Which is a better film? Oh, wait. Um, which is a better film remake? The Nightmare on Elm Street remake or the House of Wax remake? Nightmare on Elm Street. Who has been your favorite guest on the show? Oh, that's not a fair question to ask. <laughs> <laughs> They've all been great. Um... Fine. Which which guest? Uh, which episode with a guest did you have the most fun with? The Stephen King trivia episode was a lot of fun. Yeah, you cheating bastard. Who's a villain? Who's uh, who's a villain? Who's I can't even. Re- oh, who's villain? Whose motivations you kind of agree with? Oh man. Quick. I can, uh. Which serial killer do you most identify with? Go. Serial killer I most identify with. <laughs> Yeah, I don't identify with serial killers, but um, quick! Uh, I can't even think of one. I'm quick. blinking. I am blinking here. Quick! <laughs> the pressure got to me. Well, I cannot think of a serial killer. A villain, a movie villain that you identify with doesn't have to be a serial killer. Who's a Stumacher? Okay. See, that wasn't so hard. <laughs> That's very hard. What's a popular horror franchise that you can't stand? Friday the Thirteenth. Who is the hottest movie serial killer? Jill Roberts. Have you ever shit-talked a movie that you liked because everybody else said it sucked? What was it? No. Never? No, not that I can think of. All right. Those were just some off-the-cuff questions that I had. All right. I wrote these down while I was at work. (laughs) So so you could tell that I was hard at work. Yeah. Um, even when I'm at work, I'm trying hard, hard to, I did these yeah. on my lunch break. Cause I was like, all right, I need something. To, so I want to introduce, no, those weren't 21, but those were, I want to have each of us at some yeah. point in the next season. Um, we just ambush each other and be like, all right, quick 21 question ambush. And then, yeah. and then just rapid fire them off. So you said you couldn't think of a serial killer. That, who, who, what was your answer? I said a villain that you identify with. Uh, I said like Stu Mocker. Stu Mocker. Yeah. That that'll be a fun little addition to next um yeah uh, next season. I'll, I'll put that I'll put that as as a uh that that'll be the sound uh clip yeah. for that that I'm going to put on Instagram for nice. for this promotional uh, episode. I think that'll be fun. Yeah. Um let's end out a little bit with any any horror updates, anything uh going on in the horror Usually this would have come before the movie review, but I really needed to get the movie review out of yeah. my system. But um are there any 
movie updates. Anything that's come across your eyes? Anything that you want to kind of give a shout out or talk about uh, in general? Um, I, I mean, I think the only thing that I'm really looking forward to right now is the um, future crimes movie, the Cronenberg yeah. movie. That uh, that and the uh, Nosferatu are the only two that are really kind of on my radar. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, actually, um, I think uh, it comes X out. X some... gets released on DVD on uh, May twenty fourth, and I believe that in uh, June because I think that uh, we might have to find another way to pad out the the season for the season finale. Just because I think Jamie Stewart and Spencer are going to be more available. Well, Jamie Stewart will probably be available this May, but I think Jamie, or but I think uh, Spencer wants to review Black Phone. Black Phone. Okay, is that the movie with Ethan Hawke? Yeah, that comes out in June. Okay, which is a movie I have been wanting to see. Yeah. Um. So I think Spencer Hamilton. We might end up recording him in June, uh, for the next season. Yeah, um, but I think Jamie is still good for May, so Jamie might be our final guest. Okay, we, uh, but we still have the top tens to go through, which is the um, my top ten least favorite or Chris hates slashers, and yours is the top ten movie villainesses. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Black Phone. Looking forward to uh, the Cronenberg movie and uh, Nosferatu. Other than that, I don't think there's really any uh, horror news, is there? Yeah. Does Nosferatu have a release date yet, or no? Uh, if it does, I do not know. Uh, I will have to look at that. But I think other than that, not really. I was just, you know, I needed to have at least something to say other than the movie review. But we did the 20 questions, but it was more yeah. like 12 questions. And um, we got, like, yeah. at least one more guest coming up and one more top 10 from the each of us. And then I think that'll be about it for May. And uh, that's when we go on our hiatus. And uh, I really wanted to, um, I'm going to say this as early as possible, but I I want to introduce a charity thing for yeah. next season. I, I kind of want to set up a, some kind of account where we can take donations. We need to figure out sometime in May yeah. what or in June, or maybe get suggestions from people, see what kind of charity that we can... Uh, collect for and yeah. so people know that we're not like pocketing any other money we can take yeah. like weekly uh snapshots of the accumulation of funds of people yeah. who, and shout out people who donate and how if they want us to say how much they've donated we can say so if not we won't say anything yeah um but but i, I think that uh since you know it's it's not that we have such a huge following, but of the following that we have, I'd like to think that maybe we can do a little bit of good and put some yeah, do some good in the world. Maybe we can uh, maybe we can do like um, whoever if you put in a certain amount, your name gets put in in this raffle, and at the very end, we can raffle off um, maybe the slasher book, or maybe yeah. uh, we can raffle off. Uh, I still have a, uh, a Spencer Hamilton book we can promote as well, uh, the kitchen sink. Yeah. Um, so. We, we we can collect a little uh, gift basket, and the whoever uh, wins the raffle based on donations can uh, can have something to win. Yeah, but that'll be for next season. I think that'll be a good thing to kind of put out there. But uh, in the meantime, um, any last words there, Dave? No, there's no no uh, real news. I'm looking through. Can't really find anything. All right. Well, 
in that case, I guess we'll see you guys next time. And thanks for joining us here on Body Bag Podcast. I am Ben Chris, and I still am Chris Thomas. I'm Brooke Rider Dave. Have a good week, everybody. See ya. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Body Bag Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment as to what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about. And while you're at it, you can find us on Twitter at Body Bag Pod and on Instagram at Body Bag Podcast. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.